For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures I will arise and go forth to the house of my young I will arise and go forth to the house of my father I will arise and go forth to the house of my young House of my young Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject was the Torah nailed to the cross? This is part four of the series. So next, we're going to look at 2 Corinthians chapter 3. And what did Paul mean when he said, The letter of the law kills, but the spirit of the law gives life. When he said, The letter of the law kills, was he speaking against following the Torah? Was he saying, Follow the spirit instead of following the Torah? Or was he teaching us the proper way to follow the Torah in expressing our faith in Yeshua as the Messiah? And a couple of the misunderstood verses in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 is 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 3 which says in the last part of the verse written not with ink but with the spirit of the living God not in tables of stone of which the Ten Commandments were written upon but in fleshly tables of the heart. And then in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, where it is written, Who also made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. So are these two verses condemning the Torah and stating that we're not supposed to follow the Torah, but instead follow the New Testament? Is Paul saying that following the Torah kills in contrast to following the Holy Spirit in the New Testament instead of the Torah, which gives life? Some in traditional Christianity interpret Paul's words in this way. However, is that what Paul is teaching? If we examine more closely 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 3, Paul is speaking on how we minister or teach following Yeshua to others. And in doing so, He's giving us a Torah midrash or a Torah analogy regarding the proper way that we're supposed to live our lives and to teach the ways of Yeshua to others. So how would we live our lives and minister to others according to the letter of the law? And how do we live our lives and minister the ways of Yeshua to others according to the spirit of the law? That is what we're going to examine in detail in this study of 2 Corinthians in chapter 3. So let's begin to look at the context of 2 Corinthians chapter 3. To begin with, we can see from 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 1 that Paul is writing this letter to believers in Yeshua as the Messiah at Corinth. As it is written, Paul, an apostle of Yeshua HaMashiach, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth. 
Now we're going to begin to look more closely at 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and understand the context or the subject of this chapter in the Torah Midrash or analogy that Paul is making regarding that subject. We begin by looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 2 as it is written, You are our epistle written in our hearts, known and read of all men. So what Paul was saying in this verse, that these believers in Corinth, in how they live their lives unto Yeshua, are being a witness to others around them. And given that Paul is ministering to these believers, the way they live and conduct their lives reflects upon Paul himself and his ministry. So Paul says that you are our letter. You are our witness. You are our testimony. Because you are written in our hearts. And the lives that you live is known and seen and read of all men. Continuing in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 3, For as much as you are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Messiah, the letter of Messiah, you are the living witness of Messiah, who have been taught or ministered by us, and that testimony of Messiah in the thing that we've been teaching you about Messiah and how to live your life unto Messiah and be a witness to others has been ministered to you or written not with ink or by the letter, but by the Spirit of the living God. And you being the letter of Messiah, or in other words, the way that you're living your life and witnessing of your faith in Messiah that we've taught you or ministered by us, we're doing so not through the characteristic of a stony heart or tables of stone, but we're doing it unto you by the Spirit of God, the love of the Spirit of God, and by the fleshly tables of the heart, which is a reference to the New Testament, which is the Torah written upon our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Because we can see in Zechariah chapter 7, verses 11 and 12, that tables of stone or a stony heart doesn't follow the Torah as it is written. And they refused to hearken, and they pulled away the shoulder, and they stopped their ears that they should not hear. Yea, they made their hearts as adamant stone, so a stony heart. And what is the characteristic of a stony heart? Lest they should hear the Torah, so was Paul teaching Messiah in the ways of God, in the Torah to the people, in believers in Yeshua at Corinth? Yes. So he didn't want them to hear the Torah, hear the ways of Messiah, and not follow it, which would be a stony heart. So Zechariah 7.12, lest they should hear the Torah and the words which the Lord of hosts has sent in his spirit by the former prophets, therefore came a great wrath from the Lord of hosts. So at Mount Sinai, the Torah was literally written on tablets of stone. But the God of Israel purposed that that Torah be written upon the hearts of his people. But the children of Israel showed in the wilderness that they had received that Torah upon stony hearts, which caused them to complain and murmur against the God of Israel. That's why we're told in Psalm chapter 95 and verse 10 that his people erred in their heart because they didn't know his ways. So this stony heart was not a good testimony of the God of Israel, and wasn't a good testimony of the greatness of his Torah. So if the God of Israel was going to have a people that was pleasing to him and following after his ways or his Torah, 
he needed to remove that stony heart and give them a heart of flesh, which is the New Testament. In other words, a stony heart needs heart surgery. A stony heart does not please the God of Israel. So we can see how the God of Israel wanted to give a new heart to his people, as is prophesied in Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26, as it is written, A new heart will I give you, a new spirit will I put within you. I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. So back in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 3, Paul spoke about the believers in Yeshua at Corinth, who are living letters of Messiah who were taught by Paul. And what Paul taught these believers and how you follow after Messiah was how to conduct and live their lives according to the Torah written upon their heart, according to the fleshly tables of the heart of the new covenant, and not according to the letter and tables of stone. So we can see that the new covenant is the Torah written upon our hearts. In Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33, it is written, But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my Torah in their inward parts, and I will write it on their hearts. So Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33, is quoted in Hebrews chapter 8, verse 10. And Hebrews 8, 8 is quoting from Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 31. So Hebrews chapter 8, verses 8 and 10 says, for finding fault with them, that is the hearts of his people, for having stony hearts. He said, behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. And this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my Torah into their mind and I will write it in their hearts. So what is the difference between the Torah and the covenant made at Mount Sinai compared to the new covenant, which is also Torah-based, and the covenant written upon our hearts? Well, the Torah that was given at Mount Sinai was written upon tablets of stone, which had a deeper prophetic meaning that the Torah was written upon stony hearts of his people. This is in contrast to the new or the renewed covenant where it's prophesied that the Torah would be written upon a fleshly tablet of the heart through the help and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. So we can see this from Ezekiel chapter 36 verses 26 and 27 as it is written. A new heart will I give you. A new spirit will I put within you. A new heart and a new spirit. Ezekiel 36, 27, I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, to keep my judgments and do them. Or in other words, follow his Torah by his spirit. This is how Paul testified how he expressed his faith in Yeshua as the Messiah by following Yeshua's Torah through the help of the Holy Spirit. As he stated in Romans chapter 7, verse 22, as it is written, for I delight in the Torah of God after the inward man, or the one that has the indwelling Holy Spirit, which is the new covenant. So what's the primary difference between the Torah written upon a heart of stone and the Torah written upon a heart of flesh? Well, the Torah written upon a stony heart still does things according to man's sinful nature, and the stony heart can't overcome the sin nature. 
However, the new covenant, the Torah written upon a heart of flesh, follows the Torah through the help and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And with the help and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, we can produce the fruit of the Spirit. And by yielding to the Spirit, we can cause the flesh to be crucified. So Paul is using this Torah analogy to make a midrash regarding how we live our lives and how we minister to others. In the proper way, these believers in Corinth need to live and express their lives being a reflection of Paul and his teachings to them. So regarding ministering to others and the Torah being written upon our heart by the Holy Spirit, Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, that he's made us able ministers to others and how we live out our lives through the new covenant, through the new testament, not of the latter, which is tablets of stone, but of the spirit, which is the Torah written upon our hearts by the spirit of God. So when the Torah has been written upon our heart by the spirit of God, How do we live our lives under Messiah? How do we minister to others? What becomes the witness of our lives that others around us observe and see? Well, first of all, we should be living and expressing the love of God. Because in believing in Yeshua as the Messiah, the love of God has now been written upon our heart by the Holy Spirit. Paul explained this in Romans chapter 5, verse 5, as it is written. The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, which is given unto us. So the God of Israel has shown or given us his love, which we are to live out in our personal lives and to demonstrate or share with others. In 1 John chapter 4, verses 16 and 19, it is written, And we have known and believed the love that God has to us. God is love, and he that dwells in love dwells in God, and God in him. And we love him because he first loved us. So when we minister to others by the Holy Spirit, we end up loving others by the Holy Spirit. In Romans chapter 13, verse 10, it is written, Love works no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the Torah. In other words, all the commandments of the Torah are instructions regarding how we love the God of Israel and how we love other people. Galatians chapter 5, verse 14, For all the Torah is fulfilled in one word, even this, that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So, love and showing Messiah's love to others and living a life of love is a primary fruit of the Holy Spirit. In Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 to 24, it is written, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. And they that are Messiah's have crucified the flesh, that is the stony tablet of the heart, which behaves according to the flesh. A characteristic of the Torah being written upon our heart is that love that's been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit serves others through the help and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 13, it is written, For brethren, you have been called unto freedom, liberty. Only use not your freedom and liberty for the occasion of the flesh, which is a stony heart, but by love serve one another, which is a fleshly tablet of the heart of the new covenant. 
Not only do we love and serve others, but we are to do it with a pure heart. And this, as well, can only be done through the help and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. First Peter chapter 1, verse 22, it is written, Seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit. Psalm 119, verse 142, the Torah is truth. John 14, verse 6, Yeshua is the way, the truth, and the life. So we obey the truth, we follow Yeshua and his Torah through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren, unmeasurable love of the brethren. See that you love one another with a pure heart fervently. This is our epistle of Messiah unto others. In doing so, we are to have and show mercy and compassion to others, especially those who are in need. James chapter 1 verse 27, it is written, Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. So now Paul explains in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 6, when we believe in Yeshua and when we live our lives testifying to others that we believe in Yeshua, and when we minister Messiah and show Messiah to others, if we do so with a stony heart or by the letter of the Torah, it does not produce fruit, it kills. But if we do so by the Spirit in love, then it will show forth Messiah to others. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, it is written, Who also has made us able ministers of the New Testament, that's the Torah written upon our heart by the Holy Spirit, not of the letter that is with tablets of stone, but of the Spirit, for the letter kills. So how does the letter of the Torah kill? Well, the Torah was given as a covenant, and we're told in Deuteronomy chapter 27, verse 26, Cursed is he that confirms not all the words of the Torah to do them, and all the people shall say, Amen. So as we're told in James chapter 2, verse 10, if we break one part of the Torah, we've broken the entire Torah. And as a result, when we break the Torah... Ezekiel chapter 18 verse 4 says, The soul that sins, it shall die. So the letter of the Torah ministers death. So now let's show you an example of what it would look like to minister with a stony heart and thus not produce the fruit of the Torah. We're going to look at 1 Samuel chapter 15 beginning in verse 1 where it is written, Samuel said to Saul, the Lord sent me to anoint you to be king over his people, over Israel. Now therefore hearken or listen to the voice of the words of the Lord. Continuing in 1 Samuel chapter 15 verse 2, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I remember that which Amalek did to Israel, how he laid wait for him in the way when he came up from Egypt. Verse 3, Now go and smite Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have and spare them not. But slay both man and woman, infant and suckling, ox and sheep, camel and donkey. Continuing in 1 Samuel chapter 15 verses 5 and 7. And Saul came to a city of Amalek and laid wait in the valley. And Saul smote the Amalekites from Havilah until you come to Shur, that is over against Egypt. 1 Samuel chapter 15 verse 8. And he took Agog, the king of the Amalekites, alive, and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. So Saul is applying his own wisdom, his own understanding, 
and as a result didn't and follow the Torah or the instruction of the God of Israel. As the God of Israel did not say to spare the life of King Agog. First Samuel chapter 15 verse 9. But Saul and the people spared Agog and spared the best of the sheep, of the oxen, of the fatlings, of the lambs, and all that was good, and would not utterly destroy them. But everything that he saw didn't have any value, but everything that was vile and refuse, that they destroyed utterly. So Saul took the commandment of the Lord and sought to administer the commandment of the Lord according to what he thought was best, according to his wisdom and understanding, by sparing the life of King Agog and keeping the best of the things belonging to the Amalekites. As a result, in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 13, Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said to him, Blessed be thou of the Lord, I have performed the commandment of the Lord. However, in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 14, Samuel replied, What means then this bleeding of the sheep in my ears, and the lowering of the oxen which I hear? In 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 15, And Saul said, They have brought them from the Amalekites. For the people spared the best of the sheep and of the oxen. And look at Saul's explanation. Now, the reason why we kept the best, and remember the Lord said to destroy all. Now, the reason why we did this is to bless the Lord, to sacrifice unto the Lord your God. But it was the things that had no value, had no purpose. That is what we utterly destroyed. So now we see the reply of Samuel in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verses 22 and 23. And Samuel said, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. So Saul said, The reason why we kept the best is we wanted to bless the Lord. And Samuel said, What blesses the Lord is obeying the Lord, following the Torah, not doing what you think is best and right in your own understanding, and then say the Lord will be pleased with it. Because Samuel went on to say in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 23, For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. In other words, disobeying the Torah disobeying the commandments of the Lord, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. So when we minister the Torah according to the letter of the law, which kills, we do so by being concerned and by seeking man's approval of what we do. And this is how Saul replied, as we can see in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 24. And Saul said unto Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and your words, because I feared the people, and I obeyed their voice. You see, Saul didn't take responsibility for his own behavior and his own actions. He blamed others. This kills. This brings death. This is a stony heart. This is the letter of the law. In contrast, Paul taught in Romans chapter 2, verse 29, that the way we give our praise to God is not in the letter, well, that's going to conclude part four of the series on the subject, Was the Torah Nailed to the Cross? Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen.
Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.